Jean! No! An X-Men The Animated Series Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to Jean! No! An X-Men The Animated Series Podcast. I am your first gold medal winning co-host, Sarah Musak. Hey, uh, I'm Aaron Gold. I'm also a co-host. Uh, He's also gold. Yeah. He's also gold. Mm-hmm. And uh, I am Matt, typical third place Schrader, <laughs> also a co-host. Are you bragging? He's uh, No. Uh, He's the big bronze boy. Uh, big bronze boy. That's big me. That's what they boy. called me in college. Big Here comes big bronze boy. Did it again. <laughs> For anyone who missed the last episode, we discussed how Matt, in his efforts to be self-deprecated, would talk about being third place for everything, but someone got offended by it, thinking that he was bragging. Bragging. That's being a big, big bragging bronze boy. <laughs> big bragging bronze boy. Uh, anyway, we're watching season two of X-Men the Animated Series. We are on episode two, Till Death Do Us Part Part oh, I two. believe it's pronounced uh, "Till Death Do Us Part Part 2. Oh, th- thank I, you. Yep. Oh, that that actually that checks out. Yeah. Thank you. Thank like you. It. We come in on previously on X Men, and we get some key information. Right, Psych and Jean are married. Mister Sinister is manipulating Morph to destroy the X Men. Xavier gets a distress call from Morph as Magneto, who is calling for help from Antarctica. Burning Antarctica. And. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, morph, morph just fucks with everybody, right? He just he, does. he he Gambit thinks he can kiss Rogue. Jubilee is sent into the lion's den of the Friends of Humanity. Beast is trapped in an extra danger danger room, and Storm is shot at with lasers by the police. What, what will happen to our heroes? That is my question. Yeah, morph, morph was a bit of a mischievous imp. He really was. Yeah, but like with some real psychological problems. Oh yeah, you ever met yeah. an imp? Oh, they all got something going on. They got big. Yeah, they got. They got. I mean, I, I listen. I don't want to call down any wrath, but I think Fey folk in general, Ooh. they, um, yeah, they, they, they've got some stuff going on, and they just want to f with. Ooh, you. magic missiles did, fired. Did. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Where's my D fours? <laughs> they do one D four. Right? Yeah, D4. maybe that's how I'm gonna. Make my nice. millions in Fay coin is with Fay therapy for, <laughs> for the little folk. Oh, wow. This is, yeah. Put up that shutter. You're about to, to, this is your thing, Sarah. That's right. I found my calling. Thank goodness. Finally, not a moment too soon. <laughs> uh, so, so first scene, we get some real peaceful music. There's a plane landing in an island paradise. Cyclops and Jean Grey get on a boat. They have smoochies because they believe that they are in wedded books. And also, like, their whole goal is to just be away from all people. Man, That's that feels deeper like. than just honeymoon. It's <laughs> like, hey, guys, maybe also invest in therapy. Yeah, that might be a good idea. Um, this is the message of this podcast. If you need help, get some therapy. Yeah. You don't have to be an imp and mess yeah. with your friends. You don't need to get on a plane with your significant other who's leading somebody on back at your mansion uh, and, and leave and be alone. Oh you God. can get help. And all, in all seriousness, no. Uh, th- therapy's good stuff. Get it if you need it, kids. Yeah, big fan. Um but yeah, when Scott says, he's like, and Gene, we're a hundred miles from any other person. 
like I think like the subtext there was especially Wolverine. Yeah. Especially Wolverine. Yeah, and I love too that Jean Jean's response to that is Yes. Oh Scott. Oh, extra breathy. <laughs> so breathy. Um, like she's clearly like very She's very hot about yeah. this. <laughs> so um, she's like, you know, that's my thing, Scott. Being far away from people. <laughs> well, I guess it's guess it's because she's psychic, yeah. and yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm starting to get it. I mean, no, actually, I that's just what thoughts. I was thinking. It's like, what would what would make you feel romantic? It's like being able to hear no one else's mm-hmm. thoughts. Like that would yeah. be real A cool. Of peace. Real and cool. Scott can just take off his glasses and stare at whatever. Just like yeah, whatever, straight up yeah. into the sky. Probably blow up a satellite or something, but no big deal. NBD for Xavier Money. So meanwhile, Beast is being chased by lasers in the danger room, but he gets a strategy, right? When the danger room is against you, turn the danger room against itself. And Beast escapes. Good job, Beast. That's why you're Dr. Henry McCoy. That's the benefit of not stressing out in any situation. Yeah, keeping it cool. Keeping it cool. Cool. I mean... This is making me, these two episodes are making me like Beast more yeah. and more. Never been a huge fan of Beast for no particular reason, but I'm watching this and like, you know, mm-hmm. Beast, good stuff. I'm like, uh, starting to look at that Marvel, new Marvel Legends Beast <laughs> figure. I'm like, you know, maybe, maybe. maybe I'll be a fan now. <laughs> yeah, hey, look at that. So yeah, so Scott and Jean are about to be like making out on the boat again, but then yes. they're interrupted by a mm-hmm. man who I would have a lot of questions about, but they apparently did not, right? So this guy calls, ahoy, on the sailboat. And we see that the voice belongs to a, a beautiful, a man with beautiful pink, long pink tresses, a big purple coat, and he is jumping all over rocks to get to them and doing gymnastics. Yeah, Uncle Ruckus, I believe is his name. Uncle Ruckus. I, I think it's just Ruckus. Is there? Is he also an No uncle? relation. No relation. No. <laughs> <Okay>. ah, ah. <laughs> well, he's got like I, 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 he's got like what, like banshee powers? Yeah, basically. Um, I guess he can. I was reading a little bit about him. I guess he can um, absorb sound, you know, similar to what Bishop does with energy, and then rechannel it through his voice. Oh, wow, I love an absorb, yeah. absorb and let out power. Those are super fun. Exactly. I love. I love recycling. Just yeah. like don't let anything go to waste. Mm-hmm. So Jean's initial response to this happening is. I wonder who that could be. I thought the island was uninhabited. You know, that, mm, I'm not sure that's the first question. I mean, who is that? Yeah, but like, like something's yeah. up, right? Something's up when pink haired gymnastics guy when his purple coat is coming at you. And he says, I have a message for you. And Cyclops like doesn't know what to do. He just says, go ahead. Yeah. And then Ruckus says, with pleasure, in such a way that you know it's going to be bad. He's up to no good. He's he up lets to no out good. A, big old, then... a big old screamy boy. But also, like, <laughs> why did you need any of that preamble? You could have just screamed at, like, you're you're a dick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he <laughs> you're is. Di- right. Yeah, he's... That's correct. Yeah, he's on the he is on the side of dicks, oh. and so therefore, just let out the ruckus, the Uncle ruckus. ruckus, no relation. And, and what I what I what I wrote was that he banshees all over the boat. <laughs> he banshees up the boat, indeed. He banshees it right all up over the boat, and they capsize into an island. And uh oh, here comes what appears to be Juggernaut with eyelashes, but it's really a guy named Slab. 
Slab. That's Slab. Slab. My favorite character of all time. Yeah. Uh, Hairbag? Hairbag. Is that his actual name? Yeah, that it was is. one of my questions. How is it his actual name? And also, name? how did Wolverine just go like, what's up, Hairbag? How did you guess my name? Why is that your name? And what is a hairbag? <laughs> like, hairball makes sense. Hairbag mm-hmm. is what we go with? Have some self-respect, dude. Yeah. I know. I mean, I think I think maybe he feels a lot of pressure. He's our first Caribbean villain. I guess so. I mean, that I know of. Well, maybe he just tried a little too hard then. Trying too hard. Trying too hard. I think that's true. So, um, yeah, Cyclops has his comeback. No one invited you on the honeymoon. And Gene goes, Scott, when he's, you know, taken, taken down, right? And then Mr. Sinister is there, which raises a lot of other questions because he also seems to be in New York with Morph. Yeah, he's, uh, he gets around. He does. He really does. And then uh, another favorite character, Gorgeous George, collars them with the old Genosha inhibitor collars. And we get the introduction we've all been waiting for, right? My name is Sinister. Mr. Sinister. Yeah, but it comes up like... Must be Mary. Yeah. Uh, I love that Scott goes like, who are you and what do you want? My name is Sinister. Mr. Sinister. Cut away. So just leave you hanging on that other one, huh? That other yeah, question. Well, yeah. I mean, Scott's not real bright, which I think we've we've kind of established through this podcast. And I think the audience knows he's up to no yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Rogue and uh, Beast in his best Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles outfit are trying yeah. to get into the hospital to, to hang out with Storm. And I love that they decide to sneak in, which basically means that Beast bounds up the back of the hospital. And, uh, and gets they rid of window. his dis- disguise in the meantime. He's like, well, yeah. And also don't need that anymore. I'm sneaking. That's got to be at least a couple hundred dollar trench coat. Like at least. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, what is Who's Xavier's? Who's to say he didn't collect it? Ah, that's fair. On the way, on the way out, I mean, right? When he up. says, "You're right, right." Also, I just want to point out, as someone who has worked in healthcare, that the idea that Storm has a single room yeah. really doesn't—that does not ring true for my my hospital experiences. I know there are more of them these days, but but maybe they decide to put her in isolation, right? Because she's immune; yeah. she could hurt somebody. Yeah. I or someone could hurt her. My guess is that was the idea. Is that, they, yeah, they wanted to isolate her for safety purposes. But what's weird is that she doesn't seem to be, like, under arrest. Right? Like, or is yeah. it just because she's unconscious? Like, what did the police do? Like, uh, we shot this lady with lasers. Yeah. Uh, make it her better. It was fun. All right, we're even now. Yeah. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Go get better so we can shoot you with lasers yeah. again. Next time I see you with flying... Yeah, Lady. Uh, it, but then we get some tension, right, between Rogue and Beast, because Rogue oh. first blames herself for leaving, and when Beast says, it's not your fault, she just wheels on him, says, at least I tried to help. I didn't say I'd be there and then never show my shaggy blue hide, and Beast being the smartest knows something is afoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, I find that, especially considering this is like a, like, what, 20, 25-year-old thing, he didn't immediately just... Re- you know, rise to that. He's like, wait a minute, this is really screwed yeah. up. Why? He's the smart one. The... He is, but the, like, I don't know. I like, I just like the fact that they actually, they they consistently treat him like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. You know, and consistency in these things is like hard to come mm-hmm. by. 
It's true. You know? It's real, real, real flexy, real stretch Armstrong of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So they get busted. They decide to come back, quote, during normal visiting hours, unquote. And then we go to the worst place on earth, the Friends of Humanity meeting, where they are shouting, leader, 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 which Not just great. if you're in that situation and need help, uh, you can put that in the comments and we will do our best to yeah. find someone to yeah. help. Yeah, if anyone's ever chanting for a leader of any kind, get out. <laughs> That's just not, it's not yeah. good. I mean, I would just assume that's probably M. Bison Ooh. is going to be in there of Street Fighter 2 fame. Well, well, then I'd be excited to see Raul Julia again, but. Oh my gosh. Mm, I would too. Rest so in nice. peace, Raul Julia. Right. So then, so then we get uh Graydon Creed, the leader coming on and announces that tomorrow belongs to humanity, a humanity cleansed of this foul mutant disease. Love. They are the, they are the worst, like, like sinister's weird and bad, but this is real. This is human. Yeah. Bad. This is this clan is bad. member bad. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And yeah. then, but they can't say some of that stuff, right? Because it's Saturday morning cartoons. So when they bring out Jubilee, who obviously got ambushed when Morph Storm sent her into the lion's den, you know, he asks the crowd, what should we do with her? And the answer is, get rid of her! Yeah. Also, like, what a gross question. Yeah. 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 Super gross. Like, hey, there's that, you know, what, how old is she? Is she 13? Is she's that like, she the, she's 13 or 14, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And then when she asks, what did we ever do to you? They say she you were born. Like Yikes. again, if anybody if you if you don't know that that X-Men is about social issues, you're not paying attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I, I think willfully not paying attention. Correct. Um, but I will point something out here. Um, is that I feel a lot of these shows, especially in like around this time period, would treat kids in those situations as adults. Yeah because mm-hmm. it was kids watching it and they would want to be treated as adults. And so they wouldn't want to see this thing where like this guy would be like, what do you want to do with her? It's like, well, we should probably call her parents. Yeah. I suspect. Uh, no. she is a- let, her, let her go <laughs> with a warning. And then, yeah, get out of here. You're under 18. This is cool, but uh, I don't want to see you around yeah. here next time. Kiddo. Like, like, no, they, they so get out of here, it. kid. Don't like, make it weird. <laughs> you made it weird. Send an adult mutant so we can be mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's not what happens. That's not unfortunately no. how that what that works at all. But I do have questions because she's like, I'd be able to use my powers if my hands weren't tied. That's not the line, but the, but that's the sentiment of it. It's like, Just. girl, did you did you know? Did you know you could use your powers? With your hands tied yeah. back, because you can. Get the people that are behind you, or turn around. Yeah, like, so wait, because her hands are behind her back, Yeah, she can't use her powers. Now, I wonder, is this, it's one of two things, right? Either thing one, it's writing, mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or thing two, she really doesn't know yet. <sighs> she is new to these power usages, that's fair. Right. That's true. Maybe she's made up her own continuity, some distorted thinking on Jubilee's part. Therapy's great, friends. Um, mm-hmm. So, but fortunately, we get a really satisfying Wolverine entrance. 
He comes in through the skylight. He tears that gross Friends of Humanity flag in half, just slices it in half with his claws as he comes down to the floor. So he comes in to save the day. He frees Jubilee, but he also gives her shit. He says, if you knew how much bubblegum I had to sniff to find you. Which is... Oh my God. Kind of creepy, but also I get it. But also, don't you have her clothes? You live with her. Yeah, you know what she smells like. I also, I feel like there's a missed, like, blooper scene or, like, a cut scene that they could have during the credits of, like, Wolverine smelling all the bubblegum. <laughs> like, like yeah, it's right. everywhere. Just going, like, on these nasty little tiles. <laughs> nope. Gross. Nope. <laughs> uh, yeah, so fortunately, they get away. Uh, so good, good, good on Wolverine. Uh, back at the mansion, Rogue is still blaming Beast. Gambit is finally coming around. And, you know, we get a line that I love. And I love this version of Gambit, right? Because she says, Gambit, you're okay. And he says, no thanks to you, Cher. You told Gambit a little kiss wouldn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? That's also a good little lesson for all you kids watching at home. You know, mm-hmm. you think that a little kiss won't hurt you, but then bam, that's STDs. So save it for marriage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the lesson mm-hmm. here. But we do learn an important uh, lesson about consent from Gambit, mm-hmm. because then he says, Gambit don't never go where he's not invited. Mm-hmm. And I Which, think kids should know that. Uh, but also like... The last episode, wasn't he trying to get kisses at other, at his friend's wedding? He was. <laughs> all right. He was. And maybe this is a position I shouldn't be taking. But I think technically, like, he, he was asking. He was asking. That's and then true. when he was rebuffed, he was like, okay, all right. So he was uninvited. And he's like, all right, fine. I'm out of yeah. here. Was he being a creep? Yes. But was he following the rules that he set up? I think also, all right, yes. That's, that's a fair point. He did take no mm-hmm. for an answer. He, he did. did. Absolutely. Absolutely. So then, quote unquote, Professor X comes in and announces they're <laughs> under attack by a neural disruptor, uh, which right. is caution- causing them to react irrationally. And Wolverine, enter Wolverine, who smells morph immediately. He picks him up out of the chair and says, Morph, what are you doing? And Morph doesn't break. Morph is committed to his role as Professor Charles Xavier. Of course, of course. Um, and, and, you know, and, and also in the scene, you know, obviously Wolverine is like, can't you smell him? And um, can't doesn't Beast also have a really good sense yeah. of smell? That's what I thought too. Like it's not yeah. it's not Wolverine level, but I thought that Beast has some good hunting skills. Right. I think I, I and to me when Beast was grabbing Wolverine and Wolverine was no smell him, you know, like and it looked like Beast was like, wait a minute, he looked a little yeah. kind of like, is there something? going on here but things happened very quickly they did because professor x said he's out of control destroy him and then right yeah destroy him and then gambit comes up with gambit never heard the professor say that before (laughs) and then Mm -hmm. you know just kind of casually casually drops a card it's only a little bit charged only a little mm-hmm. bit charged, and more Professor X scrambles to his feet and says, well, would you look at that? I'm cured. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Classic I mean, he, he did great. Classic Morph. What a what a jokester. 
Yeah, then um, he finally breaks. He reveals himself, says one good turn deserves another. And then he throws a plasma grenade. And I had a question about that. Do you think the plasma grenade is also morph? Whoa. Uh-huh. Right, okay, because he, he was a gun before. He made a gun. He, he made, made himself gun. into a gun. Did he also make himself into a plasma grenade that detonated? That's right. Or did he just have it around? Did he just have one on on his person? Right. When did he you make a gun? Uh, I think the second episode. Damn. Yeah. Second. He he turned himself into a guard, and the guard had a gun, and then he holstered it into his skin yeah. because he like turned into something else. And I think I think if you think about what his all right, I think it was him, and here's why. If you think about his powers, he's constantly changing shape and uh, consistency. He makes claws. He makes Wolverine claws. Which we're going to talk about. But I, yeah, the question is like, were they adamantium or what, you know, can he, can can he be other, I guess he can be other materials if he can be a gun. It seems like he can be other materials, you know? And so I think that he just sort of like probably slowly hollows himself out and then maybe he needs to eat something to kind of. Yeah. Yeah, Gotta burn calories creating mass. Yeah. One would think. One would think, yeah, but with, you know, with what little I remember of high school science, yeah. that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's 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 mutant science. That's how it goes. So I think I I'm my vote is plasma grade grenade is part of morph. Part of morph, great, solved, solved. So then, uh, morph leaves, but he's immediately intercepted in the mansion hangar by Wolverine and Jubilee. Uh, morph makes himself into a gun again. Uh, so we actually get to see that in action. Wolverine tries to explain what happened, that Cyclops had to leave you behind to save the rest of us. But then we get a line that's very un-Wolverine, which is, that's no reason for revenge. Because I think Wolverine likes some revenge. W- Wolverine is not the person to be the barometer of what is and isn't deserving of revenge. Mr. No, you can't have her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um maybe it's the sort of thing where he's like like yeah, he indulges in revenge, but he knows how sad and miserable he is. And Do as I say, not as I do. Mm. Like that yeah. sort of thing. Let me yeah. be in your coal mine. Yeah, that's mm. true. That's true. Uh meanwhile, Jubilee, who had gotten shoved off and like lost consciousness briefly, comes back around and she sees there are two Wolverines. And I love her response, which is, uh-oh. <laughs> I I mean, come on. I love a good which one do I shoot? Yep. Oh, I have to yeah. shoot one of them. And then right. w- one of them says, shoot us both. And she says, and and she does, but it, she she thought that was the real the real Wolverine who was saying that, but it wasn't morph really. Really had him pinned it's down. It's a classic thing to say. Yeah. Shoot us yeah. both. Just to be safe. I, was, I also noticed that when, when Jubilee felt sorry, uh, sorry, she said, sorry, yeah. which was v- so Canadian. Well, hold on. Like, Jubilee's not Canadian, is she? No, she's Californian. Californian. All right. So, But, but all right, she does hang out with Wolverine. And Wolverine's true. Canadian. Do you think she was doing it That's mockingly? True. Oh yes. no! Yep, I think I think uh, we don't give uh, Jubilee enough credit for the complexities under the surface. <laughs> yeah, for the fourteen-year-old jerk that she is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then also, I, yeah. I liked Wolverine's response because he was like, "Ah, eh, live and learn." Yeah, 
Yeah, he was like real cool with it. He's it's totally it's chill over. with it. Great and he, he didn't want to. He didn't want to kill Morph. You know, not for real. Mm-hmm. And Morph stole no. the Blackbird, and off he goes. And then we get then we get a good telegraphing of where we're headed. Jubilee asks, "Where will he go now?" And the rest of the X Men who have appeared, uh, Beast says he'll go after the X Men. He has the most reason to hate. Now that's a big leap, right? I know that he's right, but it's a big leap <laughs> to just know that, right? I mean, Beast is the smart one. Uh, yeah, he can make those connections, right? I guess. I think that that's, the, that's the idea. But um, yeah, I think I think I think that this can be attributed to just Beast being, you know, a genius or whatever. Yeah, all right. But it is right on the edge of just bad writing. Yeah, yeah. It is right there. <laughs> On the line. We're, wa- like, we're watching you. for the writers. <laughs> we're watching you, writers of X-Men, the animated series. So meanwhile, trouble in paradise. Cyclops and Jean Grey are being held prisoner in Sinister's gross plant lab. Yeah. What's with those worms? Yeah. Those are... All right, nasty. so wait a minute. Wait, nasty. So wait, that, that worm goes up and he's... I, I don't think they showed it, right? But they kind of... It sucks something... His genetic stop. material. It harvested his genetic material. And they cut away. So that went on Cyclops' dick, right? With all those yeah. teeth? I would say so. Absolutely. Absolutely. Big time. Wow. No Big place. time. Yo. It is a honeymoon. And it produces a tiny yellow crystal? Yeah, like a nugget that represents the future of mutant kind. Cyclops, how's your dick? I was going to say, that's got to be a lot worse than uh, passing a stone, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. yikes. Can we also just talk about the creepy factor, right? So even before Tube Monster, uh, mm. do we Sinister says, your whole lives I've watched you, yeah. tracked you, studied you. Then we get some weird footage of a young Cyclops looking really happy at the McNeil Orphanage and like running in place. And a little Jean Grey in front of a house that does not look that like it's in Annandale on Hudson, New York. I'm just going to put that out there. So I'm not sure what's happening, but he's been around a long time. He refers to them as the prototypes, the chosen ones, and says, from your offspring, I will control all human creatures on Earth. Like, yeah. even before he he makes that 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 columnar monster with his mind, it's it's gotten weird. It has gotten really weird. But one thing I did notice in that footage is that they showed uh, Cyclops in his old outfit. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, we get a flashback to early X-Men. That's cool. It was really, that was really neat. You know, like I I always think of that. It's like, I know it's like his original suitor, but I always think of that as as, uh, X-Men, the arcade games. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Now, one of the things I noticed too is that he uses the the diamond on his forehead to create the the harvest creature. And I was just thinking, do you think this is a like, do you think Sinister is behind Audrey 2 in Little Shop of Horrors? Yeah, thank you. Yes. <laughs> Good. Cleared it up. Cleared it Gotta up. be. It's a mean plant. Big but yeah, magma. I wrote that that the plant yeah. regurgitates a gold nugget that represents, quote, a race of unbeatable mutants that will be my slaves. So, uh, yeah, you're the you're the bad guy, Sinister, if you didn't know. But God, does he have a good look? Weird that is. He does have a really all good. of his flunkies don't mind just being called slaves right there. Yeah, like, they're just like that. That should be your hint. Number one, that maybe not the best employer. 
Well, I kind of get the feeling that, like, at that point, Hairbag, like, turns to Ruckus. He's like, well, but, but not us, right? We're not, nope, we're not, not us, that, right? Yeah, okay. We're cool. Oh, and for anybody who doesn't know, that collection of, of mutants, uh, Gorgeous George and Ruckus and Hairbag, uh, they are referred to as the Nasty Boys. <laughs> so, the Nasty Boys. You didn't know that. They are Mr. Sinister's. Nasty boys. Oh okay. God! All of Mister Senator's right. Mister Sinister's naming conventions are fantastic. Seriously, I am here for the nasty boys. So hold on, the nasty is that? Wasn't that a good? I thought I thought that was like a tag team in the WWF I'm in like the eight. Pretty sure it was. It's a song by Janet Jackson for sure. <laughs> no doubt about that. We can all agree on that. Um, but yeah, nasty boys. I'm gonna look it up here. I keep I have the internet here. I'm gonna use it. Nasty boys. <laughs> oh, 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 Matt, be careful. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm safe. I did it. I'm fine. Everything turned out great. Oh, yes, the Nasty Boys are a professional wrestling tag team of Brian Nobbs and Jerry Sags. 80s to the 90s. So there you go. Nice oh, That's what I think when go. I Topical. hear Nasty Boys. And Janet Jackson. And Janet Jackson. Uh, and then we get a weird baby scene um, in the hospital where uh, Rogue Fire, or sorry, Storm finds out that Morph is alive, which I honestly think was just a scene to be like, remember Morph? Because we had been away for a while and things got real intense because it lasts like maybe four lines. Suddenly we're back in paradise. The Blackbird touches down on the island and Morph emerges with Yoo-Hoo, lovebirds, which I'm sure is going to be a great way to find them. Yeah. Um, he enters the creepy plant lab to Cyclops and Jean Grey's astonishment. Um, Cyclops says, you're alive. And Morph says, and you're married. Or are you? And then oh. he like, he like, he tries for a sick burn, right? I now pronounce you betrayer and betray us, but I didn't, I don't know. I didn't feel like it landed. Yeah. I think that on his, like, first of all, he's definitely out of his mind because he thought that would be the best delivery. <laughs> Yeah. Also, like, you 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 could just go and like, surprise! It's an old. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, that would have been totally fine. Yeah, he took he he one hundred percent overthought the betrayus mm-hmm. thing. He was preparing that. It was a it was a George and the the ocean called and the runner the the right or the jerk store called and they're running out of you. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. He's just like, that. all right, no, he he's he was in the plane crafting that burn. Yeah. Like, 100%. All right, I gotta I gotta do a husband and wife thing. So that means we need to have a yeah. masculine and a feminine, but they gotta let them know not only are they a betrayers and betrayus is they're also not married he overthought yep. it too much he overthought, <laughs> he overthought it. it i'm sure it like he had a good one that he just overthought and long plane rides will do that to you when you're just left with you and yeah. your brain yeah i feel like we we talk uh, we've talked a lot in the last episode in this episode about morph as an improviser and just look there's a lot of support get out of your brain get into your body yeah. make some strong uh-huh. choices Stop the audience thinking. is going to respond get out there follow the fear yeah, morph follow the fear, quit morph. quit writing the scenes ahead of time and just react oh please just react just, react. just have an honest gd reaction um, so Gene tries to explain again, Cyclops had to leave him behind and Morph actually makes a really good point. I thought, yeah, because he said, easy for you to say, he's never left you behind. 
And that's real because we've established that Gene is really a casualty out in the field and even more so than, than Morph. Like Morph was otherwise pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and no way would Cyclops ever leave Gene behind. Like that applied to, to Morph because he wasn't hitting it. True. Do yeah. you think, here's the thought. Do you think, I mean, I know he, she's like his, his, wife or intended or, or how whatever their status is right now <laughs> recently <laughs> recently exposed not married but like i sort of feel like gene is like his emotional support gene yeah. like she has to be there whether it's a good reason or not yeah otherwise he's got a lot of white guy rage yeah that's that's kind of true or yeah he's got daddy issues yeah. i think uh, yeah i mean he doesn't know that he has a space pirate daddy he just has professor x and that's that's rough right Right, so Morph is going to shoot them with his himself gun <laughs> when Sinister comes in and says, if you if you shoot them, I will destroy you. Oh, um, yeah. And then we get a flashback. Um, Mr. Sinister makes Morph remember that he rescued Morph and repaired his body in a weird energy pod. And then we get some real interesting information. Sinister says, but your mind was beyond repair. And he puts a gross like parasite on his temple that like burrows into his mind. Yeah. Right. I, I don't know if his mind was beyond repair uh, as much as you just wanted to put your sick bug in his brain pervert i think that's yeah correct like was that necessary necessary questionable desirable absolutely mm -hmm. mr sinister was doing that right he wanted to use his gross bugs uh no doubt about it but yeah that's like yeah this very uh, that's always like uh, so wait, what is morph then now at this point is morph just like is he the parasite you know um like he's not himself anymore like let's say sinister's telling the truth right that his consciousness was destroyed. Yeah. I mean, I think that he actually is himself. Like mm -hmm. maybe he like isn't doing so well, but I think that the parasite is like the split personality. Like I think the parasite yeah. is purple ah. under eyes more. I'd agree to that. Like that that's who's sense. in that's who's piloting the ship. Um mm -hmm. and but otherwise kind of like... it is morph. Yeah. Yeah, but maybe maybe that thing kind of like made those connections in his broken brain yeah. to kind of like make him ambulatory again. Ah, uh, yeah, string him back together. It was definitely the parasite that had that sweet LCD screen in the hotel. <laughs> 100%. Oh, totally. Man. That's all that. Hey, awesome well, worth it. Yeah. Worth it. If you want if you want uh 4K, do what it takes. Mm. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's right. That's right. And uh, I love because in this moment, again, X-Men, the animated series, moving things along, enter the X-Men uh, because they have followed Morph to Island of Paradise. And we get to see X-Men v. Nasty Boys, which is what we've been waiting. Well, one of the things I've been waiting for. Yeah, I was certainly waiting for it. Uh, I, I feel like yeah. X-Men and Nasty Boys is a match made in heaven just on titles alone. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. So, um, uh, uh, Kevin Faggy, if you're if you're listening, you know X Men v Nasty Boys is definitely where you should start. In bringing Us three want to see it. The MCU. And we're a big part of the demographic. I'll yeah, or right switch now. it up. Let's get correct. some nasty men and some X Boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nasty All men right. and the X Boys. Yep, that's uh, that's box office gold. 
Um, So Ruckus just blasts them off their asses. Uh, We get Wolverine taking on Hairbag. And poor Hairbag just like freaking out. Who told you my name? Nobody makes fun of Hairbag. Everyone makes fun of Hairbag. I mean, your name's Hairbag. Like, you might not be in the room when it's happening, but come on, Hairbag. Have, Have a sense of self. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm, a little bit of awareness. I, I feel like when Sinister is recruiting, that self-awareness is yeah. like, it should be at zero. Low, if you want to be a, a nasty boy. Well, who's most susceptible to a mad genius? Mm, mm, yeah, right. fair, fair. But also, like, in this fight, we saw that Hairbag has additional powers that we were unaware of, that he's got bad breath. Yeah. He's got the worst breath. It blinds Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. He's blinded. Oh, no, which is pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Wolverine's, you know, tough guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so he's choking. Slab's about to just absolutely clobber Wolverine Slab. when Gambit enters the fray. And I love Ga- I love Gambit in battle, right? Gambit say you play fair, you don't play at all. That I love that shit. That's a good line. And it, it wouldn't sound good out of a North American accent. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like a right. standard, yeah. like mid Atlantic. Hey, uh, you y'all play fair. You won't, you won't play. Like I don't even know what voice that was. I tried to go for Boston and fell into Southern. <laughs> yeah, title. Yeah, not a lot of not a lot of accents. You know that are it could be considered American. Yeah. Yep. Gambit says work. you play fair. You don't play at all, right? Like yeah. that that newspaper reporter. <laughs> like right. <laughs> So then uh, Gorgeous George takes on Gambit, uh, Rogue's in for the save, uh, and Gorgeous George is all like liquid and wrapped around her, and she makes herself into a tornado and spins him off. Cool move. Very Wonder Woman. Linda Carter. Yes, I was thinking that too. 100% Linda Carter, Wonder Woman. Um, And then, yeah, didn't... Who did Gorgeous land on? Did he land on Slab? Is that Uh, what happened? I think so. I think so. Because there was a scene. I'll, I just wrote this down. It was just like basically the guy saying, hey, gorgeous. And then gorgeous landed on him as like a big pile of whatever. And he's like, hey, gorgeous. Oh, no. Yeah. Rogue bukkakied him with gorgeous. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, it's gross. It's yeah. weird and gross. But, gross, but true. Yeah. Gross, but, but true. But gorgeous is gross. It's like his giant hands were freaking me out. Yep. I didn't like how big his hands were. They were very purple. It's unsettling. <laughs> unsettling. Upsetting for everyone involved. <laughs> Absolutely. Gorgeous George. Uh, yeah, but Ruckus then knocks out Rogue. Beast quotes Tennyson and takes <laughs> out Ruckus. And Classic Wolverine beast. actually calls it. He says, this has been practiced with the B team. Now it's time for the big game. And yeah. I just like, I think Wolverine, it's a good, good job paying attention in improv class. You know what the big game is. Yeah. Good. Good. Absolutely. So here um, comes Sinister. Um, comes. And Cyclops reaches, finally reaches Morph and his poor shattered psyche. He says, you're still one of the X-Men. And then uh, Morph shoots Mr. Sinister. And then one of my favorite things happens is we get that gross metallic sound and he just seals right back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got that really quick taste of like what Sinister could do with his weird body. Weird body, kind of, yeah. yeah. Sets like, it up for later. Like Sinister is definitely his own first like experiment. Oh, one hundred percent. Oh wait, they go into uh, that in the show in the show later, don't they? 
I think they do. Yeah. I think they do. Um, but anyway, Cyclops finds some unexpected physical strength, uh, breaks out of his restraints, yanks his collar off his neck, and saves Jean because Jean needs to be saved. Now, hold on. Naturally. Hold on, because something happens here. Because he shoots off his manacles and frees himself and then lifts up his uh, glasses and shoots two different beams <laughs> <laughs> on Gene's separate manacles. Did his eyes go cocked? <laughs> like, how did he do that? And can we explore this, please? Also, good good aim, because there's a solid chance you would have just cut your fiancé in half there. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a great point. I didn't even notice. Like, the, I think you're right. I think he must have, like, pivot eyes. Yeah, he, like... he has, he's got Chameleon eyes. <laughs> Is uh, yeah. it's what's going yeah. on there? Gross. I so. Or like, but, I know he can like um narrow him. So like, but I feel like I usually see a narrow. I was thinking that it was actually the visor that was doing the narrowing rather what, than those were his glasses. Yeah. yeah, it's the no, visor. I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah like, you're completely right. My bad. Yeah, yeah, he's got like a little knobby thing or something like that on mm-hmm. it. But also, this whole episode, his powers were nullified, and he really missed out on seeing things that aren't red. Because his glasses were on the whole time. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why he's so angry at the end. Yeah, and he gets real angry, uh, and he starts he starts shooting Mister Sinister like full blast. Sinister's body starts like dissolving, and mm-hmm. we get the angriest line in X Men: The Animated Series. Can 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 either of you do it? Uh, Stay away from my friends. Yes. <laughs> That's well good done. Stuff. A plus. Oscar for you, Aaron. Hooray. Um, yeah, we know, we know who's getting the award this episode. Gold for gold. Gold, gold for, for gold. gold. Uh, Sinister is like, he's beaten. He decides to beat a retreat. He says, Ruckus, the plane. And then they run away. The plane lifts off real fast. Mm-hmm. And Cyclops is still still angry. Go ahead, run. I'll be watching you. Gross. Uh, or sorry, watching for you, right? So he's he's gonna watch in return. Like you watched me, watch me watch you. Who watches the watchman? Right? Scott. <laughs> and then, you know, Scott's like, we're still not married, and Gene's like, we're still married. In our hearts. Yeah. Which, and be married again. Which isn't. One day. Like in your hearts isn't, you know, upheld by the law. Yeah. They're right. not going to get any the church doesn't breaks for in their that. hearts. No. Like meanwhile, they should have like cut to Wolverine. He should have been like, yes. <laughs> well, did you notice that it, like she, she says and married again one day they kiss. It immediately cuts to Wolverine. Where's Morph? Yeah. Like, it's like not having any of it. And apparently there's an extra jet. There's just an extra jet hanging around and just Morph's nice. taking it. Classic Morph. Wait, Classic but Morph. did he leave the, uh, uh, what's it called? The Blackbird? The Blackbird, yeah. All right. Yeah, he took he took a baby jet that was just hanging out. 
Right. And uh, is... he took the blackbird. And uh, we actually here we get we get some closure on something. So one of the things that came up when we talked about Morph's death and Wolverine's grief was there was some confusion about how close were they? And uh, did Wolverine really like Morph or did was he just trying to stick it to Cyclops? And we actually find out here he says he's the only one who could make me laugh. I'm not yep. going to desert him this time. And it was like there was a real connection. Good job. Yeah, I thought Morph was always his buddy. Well, that that really wasn't established in the, those first episodes where Morph was still briefly alive. It was just <laughs> sort of like, it really felt like Wolverine was just using that as, uh, as like an emotional manipulation thing uh, against Scott. But yeah, I wrote that down too. I was like, oh, he made Wolverine laugh. And that's a big deal for Wolverine. It really is. He's so sad. And if somebody can actually make that bitter jerk laugh, that's pretty great. So yeah, like that's why he would miss him. I I get it. I get it. I think it was great. Uh, So we know we're going after Morph. But then final scene, Antarctica is not burning, as Uh it turns out. And, uh, and, and, and Professor X and Magneto are like, uh, you called me? No, no, bro. You called me. You called me, bro. No, yeah. bro. Right. And then immediately, um, you know, uh, Professor X is like, all right, let's, let's, let me, let me psychic this up right here. Let me <laughs> yeah. see if I can figure out what's going on, you know? And, uh, and then um, what did, and then he says that he senses something. Sinister. sinister. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we all know it's the Joker. <laughs> no, gotta be. We gotta cross over. It's gonna be very big. <laughs> that we've all been waiting for. And then there's an avalanche, explosions to be continued. Oh man, like a literal cliffhanger. Oh yeah, it's true. Yeah, they right are hanging there. on that cliff. They're and running up that, that hill. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like avalanches are one of those like 80s, 90s things that kids were scared yeah. of, like quicksand. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's totally in the category with quicksand, 100%. Yep. Things that we Cons- thought we would have to prepare for. <laughs> yeah, at all times. So scary adult life. I feel like we didn't talk about this either, but I know that like growing up, right, we had like fire safety. And so mm. we had to talk about like, do we have a plan mm-hmm. to get out of the house? I was very afraid of fire. Like I thought my, like I thought there was going to be a fire in my house. And so we made the plan that we, we had a two story house and that we were going to climb out the window. And I was very concerned that my mom would, she was not up for like practicing it. Like, sure. We oh. were we were gonna practice and then it's like now we go out the window and it's like no that's not that's not what we're oh, doing. That's like, the most well how are part. we gonna be prepared? Yeah. Absolutely. Like yeah. it's a terrible yeah, yeah. it's a terrible situation. Nobody's happy, but you can at least go out the window. Live Absolutely. a little live a little. There's it's a fire. Actually, though, I have used live a little on my mom. She's she's a very much like by by the rules kind of lady. And one time I remember we were walking through a Target parking lot and she would only walk in the the crosswalks. And I remember walking diagonally and yelling, live a little back across the parking lot. She didn't. She met me at the Target. So she refused to live a little. If you're listening, mom, I respect your boundaries. I don't. Uh, Oh, I do. I do. I do. So anyway, let's uh, let's finish this up. Who who wins the Oscar this uh, this episode? Ooh, um, Hairbag. Um, I'm gonna go out there and say Hairbag. He was memorable. He chewed the scenery of every scene he was in. Amazing. Good for Hairbag. Yeah, I think he deserves it. I think he also like. I just want to follow his story. 
Yeah. What Listen, what makes hair bag tick? Yeah. I'm uh I was I I enjoyed hair bag, but I gotta go with my heart and mm-hmm. I'm giving it to Scott. I think that oh. Scott's Scott's rage. Um, yeah. I thought I saw something from him that I felt like we hadn't really seen before. And he's normally so like he tries to be so kind of uh you know laced up, you know. Yeah, and he like, was a yeah, red lantern for there for a second. Well, you can't sure. mess with his friends. Don't mess with those <laughs> That's friends. Correct. That's Don't correct. do it. No, I blast uh, you. No, I get that. Uh, MVP. I'm gonna I'm gonna nominate Gambit. I think he he was just solid in this episode. Who would you guys nominate? Ooh, um, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna go along with that one. You know why? You know why that little move of his, to, with like the the slightly charged car. Oh yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. yeah Let's test it out. Good. That was awesome. I dig that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I can't contest it. Uh, even though there was no collapsible bow staff in this episode. True. Mm, at least there was one in the the opening sequence, That's right? True. We always get get a little uh, taste of bow staff. In, <laughs> I've got uh, a need. For yeah. <laughs> expanding bow staffs. And if it's not yeah, that, only... mm-mm. <laughs> mm-mm. no go, no go. And then, you know, for line of the episode, I mean, is it that Cyclops line? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to get put, throw another one out there. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think, I think it's like, how did you know my name was hairband? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, it's how did you know? Uh, with uh, bronze going to, we're still married in our hearts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And can I also put on that bronze podium? Oh, Scott. <laughs> oh, Scott. Yeah. Extra breathy. That was so the. Breathy. That was the direction. No, well, no, no, stay, stay tuned. Stay tuned for more breathiness, more morph, more Wolverine pining, not messing with Cyclops' friends. So speaking of friends, my friends, where can our listeners find you when, when you're not on this podcast? Aaron, where can, where can you be found on the internet? I am everywhere at, hey, it's Aaron Gold. Check it out. And you should check it out. Aaron's a super talented actor and comedian. Do it. So is Matt. Matt, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram and some other places at Doc Falconer, but my Twitter account is, uh, that is a wasteland right now of, well, not, <laughs> well, I feel like saying wasteland and Twitter is like not a good combo. I should say like just sagebrushes. I don't use it. And I haven't for years. <laughs> so follow now yeah. follow now hey you don't know when the content's coming but when it does you're gonna want to be there it, it, what's, it, what's that um smash mouth song the content starts coming and it don't stop covered yeah that's what's that's gonna, what they say i try to model happen. my life off of smash mouth songs mm-hmm. <laughs> you and me both. Oh, you might as well be walking on the sun mm-hmm. might as well I'm at sarahmusek.com. This is Gene No and X-Men, the animated series podcast. We'll see you next up for episode three of season two. Gene No! An X-Men, the animated series podcast. 